For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Over the weekend, NBC Sports made history with the first all-women broadcast team in U.S. television history to call a golf event, which was also produced by longtime NBC Sports producer Beth Hutter. Golf Channel, led by Molly Solomon, who became the first executive producer of a national sports network in 2012 and added to her responsibilities as executive producer and president of NBC Olympics production in 2019, televised the ShopRite LPGA Classic at the Bay Course at Seaview Hotel and Golf Club in Galloway, New Jersey, with play-by-play announcer Cara Banks, analyst Judy Rankin, Tower announcer Paige McKenzie, and on-course reporters Karen Stupples and Kay Cockerell. Rankin was among the first women to serve as an analyst at ABC Sports on a golf event. She fondly remembers the team at that network for giving her an on-air opportunity. I cannot tell you all the great things that have come about for me because um, ABC Sports gave me a chance. And um, I worked with an awful lot of really wonderful men who um, pushed me along, helped me along, all those things. Um, made me comfortable uh, <clears throat> when um, I wasn't comfortable at all. Uh, but when I when I look back and I'm I'm looking back more and and forward is uh, probably not a long story now in my career. Uh, I am really I, I I honestly am really pleased to see uh, that uh, women who can do the job and are very capable of doing the job, whether it be women's golf, men's golf, any kind of golf, um, are well accepted now and even searched for. So uh, that uh, I suppose if, if anything really good, other than a very good life I've had because of television and so on, um, that's the one thing that uh, I, I really am pleased about. And I think women will be a fixture in golf, not just women's golf, but in golf, from now on. Cockerell credits Rankin and other pioneering women for helping her get into broadcasting. Judy has definitely been a mentor of mine. And I think back of the days that you were first working men's events, and I think of Donna Capone, Marlene Floyd, um, Donna White, um, Mary B. Porter King. They were few and far between, but they were out there, you know, putting their footprint in this world of covering sports and Judy definitely being the one that was doing the men's events was groundbreaking at the time. And she's really made it possible for all of us to be doing what we're doing today. Mackenzie recalls her initial ambivalence at the beginning of her TV career. And then Cockrell shares a pay it forward moment when she became a mentor in a way that Rankin had been for her. I first was asked to do a golf central at the end of 2012 when I didn't qualify for the CME group tour championship. And I was terrible. It's one of those, like, you don't ever want to see your first tapes ever again. I never want to see that. Um, but I 
worked on it and Comcast at the time had a broadcasting coach that they hooked me up with. So I got a couple phone interviews or phone lessons and I came back in 2013 uh, US Open. I didn't qualify at Sabonic. And I kid you not, I was on the plane kicking myself for flying across the country to work on a week off. And then I realized I loved it. I never once wished I was playing Savonic. I never once looked at it like I wish I was with everybody. Um, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And that was on the morning show where I felt like I could be myself a little bit more. Um, And so, yeah, I was more of a I got the ask and I said yes. And it changed everything. I have a funny story. I was speaking at the Pac-12 championships <laughs> in Northern California. Cal Berkeley was hosting. And after, after I, I spoke to all the girls, this was like the pre-tournament dinner, Paige comes up to me, introduces herself and says, I want to, I want to do what you're doing. I want to work in television. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, yep, I've heard this story many times before, but lo and behold, you know, she ended up finding her way to it. So I, I'll never forget that, that, <laughs> that she had the gumption to see it and, and ended up making it a reality. Now, Mackenzie and Banks can share stories about covering the top team event in men's golf. I don't know if it's going to feel any different, honestly. Yeah. Like, we're used to hearing each other's voices yeah. uh, individually, maybe not all at the same time. So I don't think it's going to feel that strange. And most of us just listen to what's being said instead of how it's being said. Well, and Paige and I were just working together last week at, at the Ryder Cup on Live From. So we've been talking back and forth <laughs> across the microphones for the last seven days anyway. So that'll be a nice transition. Why are women more accepted as analysts in golf versus other sports? Rankin first gives props to her professional broadcasting colleague Banks before noting the rest of her TV team is in the community as players themselves. Banks weighs in as well. Cockrell notes how it's become the norm to hear women in other sports. Mackenzie finishes the foursome's comment saying golf is golf, regardless of gender. The thing about golf is she's an expert um, broadcaster and um, an expert on most all things golf. But the rest of us all played golf. And um, the fact is, whether it's men's golf or whether it's women's golf, at the core of what it is, um, we all understand the same thing. That does not necessarily mean that I can play the shot I just watched played, but I know how, why the shot was played and how the shot was played and those kind of things. And I, I think any of us who have been around the men's tour would also give one little nod to the vast majority of those players um, who um, respected the fact that we had some knowledge and gave us access and all those things so that um, that's that is one of the big reasons why it worked for me. And um, I, so I think golf is different in that regard because, um, you know, you, you can be very knowledgeable about, about football, um, but you haven't actually done it. <laughs> uh, so, so golf is different in that regard. And um, I, I, I'm not sure that every woman would want to do it or can do it, um, but the women who are doing it now, and I would give a nod to Dottie Pepper um, because I took Dottie to her first show. I thought she would be able to do it. And then one day she told me she wanted my job. <laughs> and I think she has, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, uh, it, it, I think it's, it's gonna be part of the game now. And you know, we say all the time, it's a game for everybody. So let's stay with it. Yeah, and from my perspective, there's no 
difference for me calling women's golf or men's golf. I say calling it, you know, I, as Judy pointed out, I'm the broadcaster amongst a group of analysts here. We're, we're not going to be short of expert opinion on, on what it takes to play the shots that we'll see on the golf course here at Seaview this week. So it should make no difference from, from my standpoint. And as Rich Lerner told me last week, he said, that he tells everyone, it's like being a bingo caller to 12. <laughs> or, or, or whichever whichever golf hole we're going to so um yeah I'm looking forward to, to calling my numbers this week and I think we are starting to see some women in other sports calling calling uh, um the sports what and we've seen Jessica Mendoza in baseball um Hannah and Andrea Kramer did football with, via Amazon a, a woman who's from the Bay Area just got called to do the Philadelphia 76ers, Kate Scott. She's been working her way up through the ranks doing Pac-12. Before that, she was on KMBR Sports Radio. So there's a female voice edging her way into the, the man's world of sports. And it's a novelty at first, I guess. But as more and more women do it, hopefully it'll be more the norm. Yeah, I just don't think it's weird that a man calls a, a woman's golf shot. Right. So why would it be weird if a woman calls a man's golf shot? It's still a golf shot. As mentioned at the top, the team's leader is Beth Hutter, who became the first woman to produce the U.S. Women's Open earlier this year. Stupples credits her producer for bringing together this group, and Banks, Rankin, Cockerell, and McKenzie describe the secret to Hutter's success. I don't think there is a bigger presence for any of us around you know, us women within the sport than Beth. I mean, she's producing golf. I mean, it's the hardest sport in the world to, to cover, to produce. I mean, you've got balls in the air all over 18 different playing fields at any one time. And she does it with ease. Um, she's never, well, I want to say never very angry with us. Every once in a while, she will get lose, her, lose, a little, lose it a little bit with us when we do something very silly. But uh, for the most part, she is uh, absolutely tremendous to have on headset, to have in your ear. She's a very calming influence on all of us, always has been willing to give us tips and help along the way just to make sure that we, we do the job better for her. But she makes it look so effortless and it's so easy. And now she's a mother. She, so she's juggling being a mother as well as producing golf and travel and everything else that goes along with it. I mean, she is just impressive across the board. She played sport in college she was a soccer player so she gets it but there's nothing more that she would like more than to play golf at this level too so she she knows what it's all about playing golf she knows uh the competitive side of things and uh, she's a lot of fun to have in that compound and uh she's just been a tremendous influence certainly on me and um, i pretty much feel like i could speak for everybody here yeah that's become a very good friend and uh we we would do things you know you're out traveling it's it can be lonely it it's tough being on the road and so when you create friendships with some of your co-workers it just makes life a lot easier when you go out and have dinner together and Beth is super outdoorsy loves to go on incredible hikes and and just do fun things so I I'd always be hanging around with her and we'd figure out ways to eat up a few hours in the day, either or before or after work or whatever. So, but I, I admire her. She's passionate, energetic, fun. Um, she keeps, keeps everything working, you know, seamlessly between the operations technical side and, and what she's looking at through our vision as well and keeps just keeps everything functioning really, really well and seamlessly. Yeah, she's been so supportive. This will be my first experience working with her. 
but she's just, she, you know, she's always there. She's reaching out on email, cell, this is my number, shout if you have any questions, whatever you need. We've just already been with her this morning. Uh, for me, I feel a real sense of ease as the first producer in my ear doing this. Um, I sat in the booth with her, or I should say in the trailer, in the truck with her at the US Women's Open when she was producing um, most of these ladies at Olympic Club. And she just has, yeah, such a nice tone and um, manner about her. So I'm looking forward to get to know her better. I think Beth is really responsible for putting this group together. Mm -hmm. um, it's her idea. And um, initially, uh, I think Kay's right, it was her idea. Uh, so um, anyway, we're going to try our best, but uh, just just so everyone at home knows, um, when we're all together with a lot of the men that we work with, it it is the most um, it's it's the most pleasant work atmosphere. And in our group of people, you never ever have to eat dinner alone if you don't want to. So uh, that's one of the really great things about the Golf Channel and and, and uh, all the people in production and our cameramen and all that, we've all become, you know, really uh, golf channel and this golf environment and television has become another one of our neighborhoods. I think that's incredibly conscientious. I think she does a great job, but the one thing that I will never ever get out of my ear is the impromptu giggle. <laughs> like if you say something funny or something's going on, her laugh, she has such levity while she's doing her job, which helps us have a better work environment to do our job. Or a funny one-liner or something. Right, yeah, yeah that, feels, that she causes you to crack up and you don't want it to come on air. Yeah. And to Karen's point, she's the ultimate working mom. I just saw yeah. her this morning. She just dropped her three-year-old off at childcare and here she was at the golf course running a production meeting. So um, it's pretty impressive to watch. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.